Hey friends, Alyssa here, back for another episode of the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. So the weather's getting colder and it's time to start thinking about going through your kids' seasonal clothes and switching out for the fall and winter months. So the organizing, the buying, the donating, if this all sounds a bit overwhelming to you, dive into today's podcast episode for the process you can use to make switching seasonal clothes easier. Let's go. Mamas, are you tired of feeling like you're surviving in motherhood instead of thriving? Does motherhood feel like a never-ending cycle of responsibilities, to-dos, and overwhelm? Do you feel disconnected from the things that really matter to you? Society tells us that being a mom means always giving and sacrificing, putting ourselves last, and feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed out, and defeated. Because that's kind of what mom life is. I want to help you change that. Let's start making you a priority. Let's get your life aligned with your values. Let's make your time work for you instead of against you. Let's get you more time in your day for the things that bring you joy, for alone time, for a motherhood unburdened by the mental load of doing all the things. Because your worth and value is not attached to how much you do. Let's start living our days with more meaning and less overwhelm. Let's stop listening to what everyone tells us a good mother should do and start being the good moms we already are. Because you, my friend, deserve a life that feels whole and thriving. And I am here to support and encourage you along the way. Each week, we'll dive into conversations about how to get you more time, less overwhelm, and living your life pouring from a full cup. I'm Alyssa Lindquist, and this is the Nurtured Mom Show podcast. Okay, so we all have those extra tasks that we try to get done, but it can be really hard to fit them into our already busy schedules. And the thought of doing it is pretty overwhelming. And I definitely think switching out clothes for the seasons falls into that category. It's kind of just there and and a nuisance. So let's true method, the shiz out of this task and just get it done. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to listen to yourself. No, no, really. I want you to listen to yourself. I want you to pay attention to what your body energy and needs are with this task. So when it comes to switching out seasonal clothes, Is it that you have littles underfoot and you just need this to be as quick as possible without all the frills? Or maybe you're feeling the need to purge and organize because it's all driving you bonkers. Are you really trying to get a sense of what fits and what doesn't and what you need to buy? These are important questions to ask yourself, right? Like, where are you at? This is important. So, Because without understanding this first, you may take yourself down the road of being busy and spending your precious time focusing on the things in this task that actually don't matter to you, you know, or, or you're wasting your time doing extra when your energy and values don't really call for it, right? You have to know what you need first. Anybody can give you kind of like how they do something, but 
how they do it may not actually be something you need to do. And then you're wasting energy on something that doesn't need to be wasted on. You know, is purging right now going to just put you over the edge with exhaustion? Don't purge. (laughs) Do you feel guilty about taking time from your family to get this done? But you just like know it needs to happen for your mental sanity? You do you, babe. The kids are not going to want to be cold all winter. Like You can take some time to do this. For the benefit of your family and your sanity. but Or maybe you're in a season of life where you barely have time to get all the other stuff done. You can barely pee by yourself, let alone find time for this. Let's simplify by delegating, streamlining to make this as quick and easy as possible. Or (laughs) just put everything all in the closet together and call it a day, you know? Remember, having a perfectly organized clothing system for your kids does not make you any better or worse than the mom next door. Your value isn't based on how much you do or you don't do. This is important as we move forward. Remember that as we move forward. So after you've taken some time to like listen to yourself, I want you to stop and take a moment to reframe this. So you've decided that this is a task that you're going to do. I want you to ask yourself what matters to you with this task. And yeah, I know, like what matters with switching out clothes, like (laughs) can be hard to come up with it, but maybe, maybe it's that switching out seasonal clothes matters to you because it helps you feel prepared, prepared for the season ahead. Or maybe it's that you love cultivating a wardrobe for your kids with quality pieces. Maybe that's what's important to you about this task. Or maybe it's that by going through your kids' clothes, you get to find things your kids have outgrown that you can pass along to friends' kids. And that that brings you joy. That's what matters about this. Approaching this task... from this mindset is going to do wonders for your energy and mood while you're tackling this task. It's going to, this quick reframe is going to get you in the right headspace for tackling this task. Now, if you are struggling with overwhelm and getting started, like the task just seems too daunting to take under, I want you to ask yourself, What small step can I take now that's going to make a big difference? What's going to be that motivator that gives you some momentum to move you forward? And you know, this is going to be different for everybody, but maybe it's carving out a day this week to do the task. Maybe just getting it on your calendar is what you need, like the small step to move forward. Or maybe it's heading to Home Goods or Target to buy some storage bins and you know, a label maker. (laughs) Or maybe it's even just like pulling all the clothes down from the attic or wherever you store them. Whatever it is, make sure to keep your energy, time, and needs into account. Okay? This taking a small step step (laughs) 
is going to give you that momentum to move you forward if this is something, a task that you want to undertake. Now, if you're ready and you're ready to do the task of switching out seasonal clothes, it's time to put some plans in place to simplify it. Now, there are a few ways you can simplify, and these are some of my suggestions. One tip I have is ask yourself, what can you do ahead of time to make this easier on yourself when you go to actually do it? So maybe, you know, I would say finding a day and time that you block off to dedicate to this task. Even if you decide to do it in increments, at least make sure you block off the time, but I would, I would get it on your calendar. That's going to make it easier. So it's not on a whim and you can really plan for it. You can, you know, maybe do it on a Sunday when your partner's home to help wrangle the kids or maybe while the kids are at school, you know, be thinking about that and put a, put it on the calendar. Um, and you know, Maybe you're deciding that you're going to use nap time to get this done, but you can't really be in the kid's room when (laughs) they're napping. So maybe one thing you can do to plan ahead for that is you put everything in laundry baskets from the drawers or whatever and move it into the living room. Or maybe it's that you pull everything into a spare room in your house the day before so it's all ready to go. So just ask yourself. What can you do ahead of time that's going to make this easier on yourself when the task time is actually here? And then I want you to ask yourself, can anything related to this be delegated? You know, maybe maybe you double dip and make it a date night. <laughs> I mean, side note, <laughs> you know you're a parent one. The thought of switching out seasonal clothes is your date night. <laughs> but you know, like, why not? Like you can put on your favorite TV show and sort through the kids clothes together, pour yourself a glass of wine, make it, make it a fun little date night. Or, you know, maybe, maybe you call grandma to come over and hang out with the kids while you do this. Like that's something that can be delegated. So you don't have kids trampling through your piles as you're trying to do this. Or Maybe you invite a friend over for a play date and while the kids play, you do the task with your friend and you kind of get some friend time and you can chat and then return the favor for her at her house. And then you get some help with it too, right? It's kind of like mixing leisure with the task. I don't know. It sounds more fun to me. And you know... Something else I want you to ask yourself is what can you do to minimize the mental overwhelm about the task? You know, maybe it's making the decision before you start that you'll sort by size, but not purge, but simply pass along to the next kid. That's actually something I do for um, my little one. You know, when her sister grows out of something, I, I don't sort it when we're coming out of a season. I just put it in a bag and call it a day. And that's, I sort it later because I don't know what we end up getting in and um, what she'll like. But anyway, I'll go into more detail about that further in the episode. But so maybe you just make the decision to start sorting by size and not purge. Or maybe you forget the bins and the label maker and use trash bags and Sharpies. (laughs) 
You know, maybe the thought of like going out to get all the stuff that you'll need, quote unquote, for this is overwhelming. Or maybe you decide ahead of time that the kids can only keep seven pairs of pants and the rest goes, right? It helps you with your purging when you say to yourself, okay, only this set number. And you really have to prioritize to make some decisions if that works for you, right? Or maybe you wait to do this during a time when you can be alone and uninterrupted by kids. Maybe that will help with mental overwhelm. Maybe like the kids running all over the place and needing you for things and trying to sit in your lap and pulling your piles apart is super overwhelming. So maybe something that you do to minimize that is make sure that you do it during a time when you can be uninterrupted. Like maybe your partner's home or grandma's hanging with the kids. Or maybe to minimize mental overwhelm, you break things up into shorter increments, right? Shorter tasks. So maybe like one day you pull everything down from the attic. Another day you sort through stuff. Another day you purge. Another day you organize it. Another day you bring everything to the donation, you know, place. Or maybe you like focus one drawer at a time. You can break this up into smaller pieces if the the big chunk of time or energy that you'd need to use to do it all in one day is too much for you and causes a lot of overwhelm. Like break it up into small, small chunks that you can kind of like piecemeal throughout your week or whatever. And you know, one thing that I do to minimize mental overwhelm is, um, (laughs) this is going to say a lot about my personality. I created a spreadsheet for keeping track of what we have and what we don't so we know what to buy. And I'll go into more detail about that spreadsheet. But if you do that, then you have it like written out what you need to buy and what you already have so that it's all organized and you don't have to think so much about what you need. It's all right there on the piece of paper. And I'm actually going to create um, a free printable for you to use for this purpose too. And it's going to be over in the Nurtured Mom Show Facebook group, which I will link to. And you know, something else that I want you to ask yourself is what can I streamline? So perhaps you streamline by making a decision to keep all the clothes in the closet from now on so you don't have to switch it out every season. Maybe that's just a choice that you make that you're sick of switching it out for colder weather months and warmer weather months and you just keep it all in there. Maybe that's something you do. Or maybe you like batch the task and do all of one kind and then all of another. So you could do like all of like one kid and then all of the next kid or like like items like you sort through shoes and figure that all out or you sort through pants, like whatever it is. You could you could batch a task and do all of one one kind at one time. And there really are so many ways to do this. Now, I want to share what I do as an example to you, but I, I I want you to take it with a grain of salt, though, because what works for me may not work for you. But my hopes with sharing this is that it gives you a little bit of insight and gets the ideas flowing for your own way of doing this, right? So here's what I do. I start by naming what matters to me with this task. 
And so for me personally, it's the feeling of being prepared for the season ahead. That's important to me. Helps me feel less overwhelmed and more in control. And like, I, you know, I like to be proactive. I like to think ahead. That's that type A personality in me. And now, you know, I have two kids in school, which is really helpful, but I'm also starting my own business. So I know that I don't have a ton of time on my hands to get this done. I know this is a task I want to finish in two parts, like the, the calculating of the inventory coming in. So like the stuff that's coming in for fall, winter, and then like a quick purge of last season's things. And this helps keep my overwhelm to a minimum. I feel like I can do that in two chunks. One chunk would be too much for me. I think I would get pretty sucked of energy, you know? <laughs> I It's something that I like to do in two parts. And not to mention, I like to do part one sooner, earlier in the season when it's still pretty warm. And then wait and do part two like as we're coming into the season, I like, I like to make sure I have what I need on hand, like before there's a possibility of it being cold. And, you know, I know the feeling of being prepared is what is important to me. So the priority for me is to do more figuring out of what I need for the season, like more than purging. I do like a little light purging to help tame the chaos and I know it will pay off for me in the long run. But my main focus for this is to make sure I figure out what we need for the season coming ahead. So the first thing I do is I get it on the calendar. For the first step of my plan, I try to do the sorting sometime like early September before the weather gets too cold. And I want to make sure I have on hand what we need before we have a cold day. And then once I figure that out, I look at my week. So I take into account which days are busier, if I have anything going on. And honestly, I consider how busy my week is that whole week to kind of gauge how my energy levels might be by the time I get to this task. A super busy week with a lot of other things going on, I probably wouldn't do this task then. And, you know, I, I choose to like sort this first step on a Sunday afternoon because my husband is home on Sundays. It's our lay low day. And I just, I know that's when I'll have some extra time to do this. And, you know, I let my husband know the plans. So he has a heads up, heads up for, you know, kid duty, kid wrangling. And so what I do is that Sunday after lunch, I have my husband help me pull down like the bags of clothes for the next season. And I set up shop in our bedroom with my trash bags and my Sharpie and my true crime podcast and my earbuds. And, you know, this is something I'm having to let go of is the expectations. You know, Pinterest is full of like beautiful organization with bins and label makers and I, I mean, I love a good, clean, organized system. But right now, that expectation, I just can't keep myself to that expectation. One, because we're on a tight budget. But two, also because I just need it simple. And finding extra time to go buy the bins and to type out the labels just is 
it's too much for me right now. I, I recognize that that's something I have to let go of right now for my own sanity, for my own use of time. And, you know, I think the stuff is going to just sit in the attic anyway. It's not like it's being seen by anybody. I don't really need to spend the money on bins. But that that's how I feel. Just keep, keep that in mind. And so I start with one of my kids and then I move to the next. So, so I've gotten situated in our bedroom with the trash bags and the Sharpies and I have all the new clothes coming in there. And I start with one of my kids first. I finish them completely before I move on to the next. That way the clothes don't get mixed up somehow. And then I'm sorting by size and things that I don't need to be doing. It's wasted my time. And so what I do is I take what I have um, of clothes coming in and I sort them into piles like long sleeve shirts, leggings, sweatshirts, pajamas, shoes. I sort them into those piles. And, you know, for my older daughter, as I'm sorting, I'm keeping in mind sizing because oftentimes if she has things for the next season, they aren't sorted by size. If there's anything that she like won't fit into yet, I make a separate pile for those. I don't sort it by size for like the not grown into yet items because often we'll get more hand-me-downs throughout the year. And what I end up doing is I'm having to go through and sort them again. And I'd rather just sort by size once when I'm like getting ready to use those clothes for that season that is like about to happen. So that's one way I keep this a little bit to a minimum, right? Like I, I keep my sorting and purging to a minimum when I'm doing this. So after I sort through the upcoming season's clothes by similar items, I take one category pile and I lay them out. And I determined ahead of time how many of something my girls need. And for me, I determined like nine pants is plenty. That's like a week plus two days. Four dresses is enough. Like these kind of decisions. And I have it all written down in a spreadsheet. And, it, you know, it's detailed down to like color and type, like leggings versus jeans, boots versus slip-ons. <laughs> if you didn't think I was type A, now you know. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet for this. So, but I, I do this because it helps me have a better sense of what we need to buy. My, my spreadsheet already has the main categories that I'm trying to fill. So then I can easily see what I'm missing. So like, for instance, each fall and winter, I want my girls to have a pair of sneakers, like fleece line boots. So like Uggs, slip-ons, snow boots, and then one other pair of shoes of their choosing. Like my girls love shoes. So I try to give them that. And so as I'm going through like a, a pile of similar items, I, I check off items, right? And whatever I don't check off, I know we need to buy. Once I do that, I take a picture of what I have. So if I forget exactly what something looks like, I can refer to it in the picture in my phone. 
and you know, this is helpful in like a situation where if I'm online looking to buy a dress for the girls, I can easily go into my phone and refer to the picture I took to see like if something would match. So that's helpful to give, give yourself a visual. And then after I do this, I pull a few things for fall winter out for the girls to have on those days where like the temperature does get like a quite bit chillier in September, but you know, just a few things. I don't want to overstuff their drawers because remember I'm doing this piece of it when it's still warm out. Like the kids are still going to wear their shorts and their t-shirts for a few more weeks. And I don't, I don't want to overstuff it with like a whole bunch of new fall stuff and all their summer stuff. So just like a few things for those days where it's a little cooler. And then usually at some point at the end of September, I go through the like warm weather clothes with like the same process as before, finding a day to get it done when my husband can be home. So I go through each drawer like one by one. Like as I'm, I'm these, these are the clothes that are in their drawers in their closet right now. I go through each drawer one by one and do like a quick pulling of summer clothes, checking sizes as I go. And the clothes that no longer fit my oldest go into a pile for my younger daughter. And the clothes that don't fit my younger daughter go into one of three piles, either like a donation, passing along to friends or consigning. We usually consign it once upon a child. So Donation, passing along to friends, consigning, because she's my youngest and we don't have any more kids after her. So um, it's time to like move some of that stuff out of our house. This is where a little bit of my purging happens. But I don't do any purging of my older daughter's clothes because it it actually saves me time. Like I'm not also sorting through all that stuff. And plus, I, I'm not sure what my younger daughter will like, um, you know, what her interests will be. and um, you know, like what our needs might be as the future goes on. Unless it's like really bad and needs to be thrown away. Otherwise, I don't do any purging of my older daughter's clothes because she still has her little sister to go through the clothes too. And then I also do like a quick scan of like undies, socks, and toss whatever's like in bad shape. And this is something, this is like a small little detail that helps me eliminate some mental overwhelm. Because then I know that I don't need to think about undie purchases, sock purchases at other points during the year. I just know that like when I switch clothes out for the season, that's when I do like an undie inventory. <laughs> and, you know, I, so I do this, I kind of sort through, I make my piles and then I usually leave like three or four like shirts or shorts, like usually their favorites and some bathing suits in their drawers and closet for like any of those unseasonably warm days they may have. Or like for my older one, her soccer games, like she needs some shorts for that. And like my younger one swim lessons, like she's going to need bathing suits. It's, I like to leave a little bit out for those situations. And then after that, I bag everything up. I write on the trash bag. I write the age, like the the size of the clothes, and like the season, therefore. So I might, so for my younger daughter, I might have a bag and it will say, you know, age six, summer clothes. 
right? And then I, you know, put them aside. And then I go about like fill filling in like the cold weather clothes into the drawers and closet because all the summer stuff has been moved out. And then for any gear that makes sense to have like downstairs in our front entry closet, I also streamline that by putting it right where the kids would use it. So like the winter hats, the gloves, like the boots, all that stuff goes right by the door. And I, I put like the, the hats and the gloves in like a basket in the closet where the kids can reach. So it's like, as the weather gets colder and we're leaving the house and they need a hat or gloves, it's like right there. They don't have to go searching for it. So there you have it. That's my routine for switching out seasonal clothes. And this obviously works in reverse too. Like you could do the same process from cold weather to warm weather. And you know, I want, I want you to remember something. What I do may not work for you. You have to operate from the place of showing up for yourself, not showing up in a way that I show up for myself. I want you to use my example of how I do things to kind of get the ideas flowing, how you can kind of make it your own. And if it works exactly like mine, fine, great but it doesn't have to. Remember, think about what you need. Show up for yourself first. And remember, please, be kind to yourself. You are a human. You are enough just as you are. And your worth is not defined by how well you planned out, thought out, organized the switching of seasonal clothes. Okay? My type A friends, you're not weird for labeling. My laid back friends, you're not lazy for sending your kid to school in high waters. Okay? This is not worth the mental capacity of making yourself feel bad. If you're starting to feel that way, take a step back. Okay? Good luck happy seasonal clothes switching. And I will see you here next week. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening in today. And just in case you didn't know, we have a private Facebook group dedicated to furthering the conversations we have on the podcast. Our Facebook group will help you apply what we talk about in the show each week. Plus, it's a wonderful community of wonderful moms supporting and encouraging each other on this journey of motherhood. I would be so thrilled if you joined us in this movement towards a more nurtured motherhood. To join us, just go to alyssalinquist.com slash Facebook. Thanks for tuning in, Mama. See you next week.